Welcome to All in San Diego. San Diego has so many incredible hiking trails, but not all of them are fun for the whole family. Yeah, you choose right and you'll have a great time. You choose wrong and it ends in skin knees, tears, and probably you carrying your kids back to the car. Melissa from San Diego Adventure Kids is here to share some of the most incredible hikes all around San Diego, from secret swings to fairy gardens to the animal friends you can make along the way. Oh yeah, this episode is so fun. Let's go all in on San Diego family hikes. Melissa, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you. I feel like there are a lot of unrecognized trails in the greater San Diego area. Everyone knows Cal's Mountain because everyone wants to get up there and take that Instagram shot from the top of the mountain. And everyone knows about Mount Woodson because they want to Instagram their potato chip rock shot. Exactly. I'm here to tell you there are a lot of other great hikes and even ones you can do with kids. And that's what we're going to kind of focus on today, right? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. So let's, let's start from... With the little kids, because a lot of people might not even think hiking is an option with little kids, but it is. Right. But you've got some hikes. We'll get to those, but let's start with some overall pro tips. Okay. So, yes, we tried several times to become a hiking family, and it wasn't until COVID (laughs) that we finally did. Um, But I'll tell you first how we failed is that we tried several years ago, and it it ended in a Facebook side-by-side how we imagined it would look. And it's this happy family holding hands and hiking, probably singing songs. And then it was my then five-year-old daughter sobbing. And and it was a disaster. But in her defense, we chose a full sun, very boring hike. My husband chose it. And, um, (laughs) And so now I have made it kind of my mission to find hikes that are going to keep them engaged because we all love being outdoors. And with COVID, we've been outdoors more than ever. Mm-hmm. And so I have some musts that when I'm searching for hikes that I'll look for some things to that our hikes have to have. So mm-hmm. flat and easy, going to keep the little lakes going. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. If there's any water or bridges, that is exciting for them. And mm-hmm. if there's any opportunity to see animals like horses, crawdads, tadpoles. Oh, the kids get very yeah. excited about that. Uh, we've actually been on a hike where there's fairy houses, so searching for those on the trees is very exciting for kids. Wow. Yes, really? Oh my gosh! Yes, it's very exciting. And then another one would be um, there's some hikes that you can try to find swings. So that's exciting to kind of search for. It's kind of like a almost like a treasure hunt for kids. And speaking of treasure hunt, yes. there's also geocaching. For bigger kids, but my little kids like it too. Geocaching is where you download an app into your phone and you go find little treasures that other people have hidden along the the trail. That would be fun. I have to tell you, I think of my family as kind of a hiking family. We hike every once in a while. I've never seen any of this stuff. I haven't seen a swing, a fairy house. I mean, I am on the edge of my seat for all the hikes you're about to recommend. Good. I, I have heard of these swings, like these magical hidden swings. I cannot wait for this either. Okay, so where do you want to start us off? So this is the first hike that I took my kids on years ago, and it's in Felicita Park in Escondido. So um, as far as parking, you can park in the neighborhood if you'd like, or you can park inside Felicita Park for $3. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, So the hike starts, there's a couple different trails in there. So you can do the easy one that I'm going to tell you about is about a half a mile. It's so easy. 
and it actually starts from the entrance and then it veers left. And then you're just going to stay along that creek the entire time. And it's nice because it's shady. So this is good even during the summertime. And you just hike along this shady trail along the creek. And then, of course, there's a bridge there and you cross over the creek and then you go on the other side. And then there's a little dam as well um, that you can stop. You can see it from both sides. And the the kids kind of like to watch the dam and because the water kind of flows in the middle of the dam and they get really excited about that. And bigger kids can even walk on the dam if you want. My, my little kids always try and it makes me so nervous, but, um, makes you nervous, yeah. it makes me nervous, but it's so, um, it's so pretty. And then back by the, there's a second bridge, but by that bridge, you kind of go, you go up a little bit and there's some stairs. So this part isn't as stroller friendly, but this hike in general is stroller friendly. So you could easily go around the stairs back into the parking lot and come, come down that way. But what I'm leading mm. to is that there's these stairs and you go up and find this tiny trail and it's going to lead you to a Native American kitchen, the grinding holes. Have you guys ever seen these around San Diego? Yes. No. My kids' field trips, I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. They're so fun. So you'll find this big flat rock and there's a bunch of little grinding holes, like maybe 10 of them. So along this hike, we like to, we like to bring a bag or something and gather flowers, ingredients for our nature soup. And so we gather flowers. (laughs) And then we like to bring a bucket and then right by the dam down there, we gather the water. And then when we get up, if you, if you forget a bucket, then you're going to end up using all your drinking water. So I'm telling you, (laughs) bring a bucket or else you're going to be thirsty for the rest of the day. And so (laughs) then you pour the water in each one of these little grinding holes and, and the kids find sticks and they mix up their little soup and they add cinnamon and rosemary and all the things they want to add. And it's really fun. That is freaking adorable it's adorable yeah. just... that's a lot of stuff on a half mile hike i mean it, that's for almost it, if, if it's kind of stroller friendly outside of the steps which you can skip mm-hmm. then it's really for any age if any you age. have a kid in the stroller push them around but if they're three or four it sounds like they can do a half a mile and do see all this amazing stuff they sure can. And I've even worn my baby before um because he was small and so i have pictures of him right there in the grinding hole like just mud all over his six month old face and he loved it. <laughs> so bring a change of clothes if you have little ones. Um it's really fun. And there's and two playgrounds in in Felicita Park as well. So you can go to either one of the playgrounds. That's my kind of hike. Uh half a mile. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. This is starting out great. Yeah. Half a mile in the shade. Okay. That's right. <laughs> well that sounds like a perfect hike if you've got really little kids. Do you have any other ones for little kids? Yes. So Blue Sky Ecological Reserve just started their uh, storybook hike. They just put up the signs and they put up the little storybooks recently, just in the last six months. First of all, where, where is Blue Sky Ecological oh, Park? It's in Poway. It's awesome. right next to Lake Poway. Um, cool. It's like, it's like the, str- the next street. And this is about a one mile hike, but it's out and back. So you can turn around at any point if you guys get tired. Um, it is a creekside hike, and so it's shady. There's a lot of trees, and basically you just um, hike along until you see a little storybook, and you stop, and you can read it. Sometimes there's how many bunnies do you see on on this page, and uh, you know just little things to keep kids engaged and reading these little stories along the way. And so I have three kids, and my bigger one's the only one that can read. So all three kids would go up, and she would read to all three of them, and it's it's adorable, and it's shady, and it's really nice. 
Oh, I'm actually feeling jealous and nostalgic for the for the days when my kids were that young. I wish I knew that a hike like that one existed. Yeah, it's it's really cute, and it's and I'm so glad that they just set it up. I think they've been realizing that people are outside a lot more right now and needing, yeah. you know, something to to keep the ki- little kids busy. And so mm-hmm. it's it's been really fun. Sounds adorable. Yeah. Oh, you know what else sounds adorable? You said something about a hike or a trail that had a fairy garden. Yes. Uh, There's one in Carlsbad and it is actually on Tamarack Avenue between Hibiscus Circle and Garfield Street. It is right parallel to the train tracks there. And this is really fun for all ages, even um, strollers, because it's a paved trail and it's an out and back trail. Yeah. It's out and back. So we saw a lot of runners there. We saw, you know, parents with strollers. My kids all walked because there are fairy doors built in to trees along the walk there. And we totally dorked out because we actually have tiny fairies and we brought all of our fairies and they knocked on the doors at each house. (laughs) So this hike is only a mile and a half, but it took us over an hour to knock on every single fairy door. Oh my God. Who put the doors there? Yes. This incredible artist, Her, she goes by Carlsbad Village Fairies. She has an Instagram account. She's crazy talented and you can actually buy these fairy doors for your front yard or for your backyard. And also there's a, an artist that painted a wall there and there's like, it's like a butterfly and you can stand in front of it. And her Instagram account is a pinch different. These ladies are crazy talented and their whole goal was just to give their talent to the people that are trying to go for walks. And I mean, just, they just donated their time and their efforts for people, which is so nice. I didn't know there there was this level of kid-friendly hike anywhere in San Diego. Even when we planned this episode, I wasn't expecting fairies and stairways <laughs> and all this whimsical stuff. This is kind of amazing. It's oh. kind of making me want to have another baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> too old for the fairy hike. But when she was talking about taking um. their fairies and knocking on the doors, I was like, oh, I need a baby. <laughs> Somebody get me a toddler. <laughs> All right, well, I know your husband, Ryan, isn't really interested in having more kids just so you can have more fun on hikes. Okay, well, I don't know. I'm going to let him hear this episode and then we'll decide, okay? (laughs) Melissa, let's do some kid-friendly hikes that are maybe not so tiny kid-oriented. Okay, perfect. So one of our favorites is San Alijo Lagoon Ecological Reserve and Nature Center. The Nature Center actually just reopened recently. It's on Manchester in Cardiff. They have a parking lot there, um, but if it's full, you can park there on the street on Manchester. This hike is about one mile. They recently, like in, in this last year, put in some new bridges and trenched the little streams and I don't know, rivers going through this mm-hmm. area. So they're expecting some more water life. They're sure. expecting some some seals to come through there. They said they've seen some. We did not. Wow. But I know that's exciting. Yes. It's so beautiful there. It is. It's really, really pretty. And one of the things that always draws us there is Franklin the tortoise. He lives in a really cute enclosure behind the nature center. So he's easy to miss. If you're you're just there to hike, you would maybe not even know that Franklin's back there. And Mm -hmm. so you can just watch him and he, you know, walks around his little enclosure. My kids love that he always steps on his food and he's adorable. (laughs) Tortoises are fun to watch. Yes. 
and you don't come across it very often, much less on a hike. So that is that uh, Franklin is a big selling point. Yeah, for sure. Yes, he, he is. My kids always want to go back and visit Franklin again. Uh, also awesome. back there behind the nature center, you'll see a teepee and a water table. Um, I don't know what else to call it, but it's like a water flow table. So it has mountains and streams and dams. And so this is one that you want to have some extra water as well. There's a water fountain back by the nature center if you need to refill your water bottle. So my kids take turns pouring the water from different mountains and the water flows down each river and ultimately always ends up at the ocean. Pretty cool. It's a hike that we do often, a trail. It's nice and flat. And you're right. The bridges that they added are absolutely beautiful. There are so many types of birds, really unique birds. I don't know the names of all of them, but there are people there who are bird watchers who Mm -hmm. go to this specific spot because there's so much to see. And if you continue over both, uh, if you continue over the bridges and then you go through the tunnel before you get to Solana Beach, you go through this tunnel over there on the right, this bird specialist, bird watcher, I don't even know what to call her, expert was telling me there is an owl that has been living there. Apparently it's very rare. It's a tiny owl. And every single time I've gone, which has probably been a dozen times, he is there perched on the rock. So do a little scavenger hunt for the owl. He just, that's his spot. He's chilling at Santa Lijo Lagoon. Oh, thank you for that. My daughter will like that. Now you get an owl and a tortoise. I mean, you're really at the party now. I know. And it's this miniature owl. It's the cutest thing you've ever seen. So past that tunnel, if you keep going and you walk along the trail, which is parallel to the train tracks going south, you'll reach the entrance to Annie's Canyon. So now if you have littler kids, you might want to save Annie's Canyon for a second day. But if you have bigger kids that like longer hikes, then you can continue. Um, if you do repark, I just want to say you want to park on North Rios. That's the, the trailhead there for Annie's Canyon. It is kind of hidden. The parking the parking for that one is kind of hidden and hard to find, right? It's not great on North Rio. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a residential area with some non-parking zones. Um, but I really wouldn't consider Annie's Canyon to be stroller friendly. It starts off with a, a few steps which you can't avoid. Um, but it is an easy walk. It's a wide trail and it has a na- nature exploration area in the beginning for little kids just to kind of balance and hop and get their wiggles and sillies out before they uh, walk a little further. Then you'll see the entrance to Annie's Annie's Canyon. So that's like a slot canyon. I don't know if you've been on one of those before. So it's very narrow going through. And uh, for my daughter and I, it was very like, um, like exhilarating. Like we were just, we were very excited to go through and almost like a little like scary, but not scary. Like she was, our hearts were pounding because it just felt like just, I don't know. It's very exciting. And we went through and she was scared. And then she said, let's do it again. She was so excited to try it one more time. I've I've done this one time and I think I know what you mean by scary. It's a kind of grand entrance. You feel like you're Indiana Jones or Tomb Raider or something (laughs) when you first start, right? Yes. It feels like you're much deeper into a cave than you actually are. And don't they call them, they've kind of nicknamed them the mushroom caves because they're all big and bubbly and look like mushrooms, giant mushrooms. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it it is open air. So it's not like um, if people are picturing like a cave that's closed, it's it's more like you're going in between um, two walls 
and sliding through. But mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. And, and that part is really quick. So we did it twice because um, we wanted to enjoy it one more time. Um, but if you have some people that don't want to do that portion of the hike, they don't have to. There's some there's some logs that they can hop, hop on, some little kids if they don't want to do that part. But it, it's easy. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fun for the whole family. Yeah. In my limited experience with that one, the hike was easy, but finding it was kind of hard. I, I feel like we drove around for a while. It's not when you just drive by and you go, there's the entrance to the trails. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do your research before you leave so you, you find you don't waste a bunch of time. Yeah. Exactly. And if you have the All Trails app, that can help you to find it as well. Yeah. It's a great free app. You should have it because it's, it's awesome. Yes. And so the, after you do the Annie's Canyon portion of the hike, uh, then we usually take the trail that goes along the water back to to our car. So, and that's really flat and easy. Um, it's more in the sun, but it's, it's usually not too hot there in Cardiff. So very nice. Wonderful. Okay. So one more tip for that one is on our way home, we like to stop by seaside market and pick up some Cardiff crack to make for oh, dinner yeah. that night. Yeah. You have to. Gotta you're, have. you're good and hungry. You're right there. Get the Cardiff crack. It's Might an as institution. Well. Okay. Dinner's Fair done. Enough. Yep. Okay. Well, we've got a lot of options for very short or shorter hikes. You want to up the uh, challenge level a little bit? Perfect. My family and I love going to San Diego County Park. It's in Solana Beach and it's right there on El Camino Real. So we enter actually through the lower entrance. There's also an upper if you want to go straight to the playgrounds. Uh, We like to hike first. So we go in through the lower. You can park for free on El Camino Real or you can drive in. It's just $3 to park inside. When you enter, you'll enter in between two ponds. We talked about animals, so this is a great spot to see some ducks or some turtles in these two ponds when you first enter. Get the animals checked oh, off right away. turtles too. Yes, turtles too. Nice. Now, during the summer, you're going to want to veer, especially, you're going to want to veer right. You basically cross over the grass there and you'll see their butterfly garden to the side. Um, I say during the summer because that's monarch season. You, usually June through September is monarch season. That's when they're going to be the most active um, and probably the plants are going to look the best. Towards the end of the season, the plants might, the milkweed might be all chewed up. But the beautiful, the butterfly garden is gorgeous. I've been there so many times. I didn't know there was a butterfly garden there. Yeah, the longer this episode goes, the more I feel like I didn't give my children the childhood they deserved. <laughs> I, these these all sound amazing, and I've done none of them, and now they're too old to really enjoy the magic. We'll, we'll borrow Melissa's kids, okay? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so the butterfly garden, and what else? Yes. So then, um, usually at this point is where we where we start the hike. If you need to use the restroom, it's actually to the left of the entrance. And or else the hike would be basically straight from from where you entered and you'll see like a big map and it will show you the different towers. So there's different. um, I guess you call them towers. So um, this is called Activity Hill. This is what San Diego Park calls this area. And uh, it's 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 fairly easy, but you are going gradually uphill. So if you have a little one, uh, you might have to carry them for part of the way. Or what we got is a hiking backpack, which is really great. So usually we'll give my toddler a sucker and stick him in the hiking backpack. And and then we kind of go up until he's ready to come come out and and walk again. But you'll see you'll see ladders, bridges up there, and then we usually make it to Pine Tower and Hawk's Nest. So these are two like uh, patios that are that are built, and they have buttons that you can press, and and it gives you the sounds of the animals that you'll find in this area. 
Oh, yeah. very cool. Yeah. yeah. So then if you're still want to continue on, you can turn around at this point. Sometimes we do. If you want more walking, then you can continue on to the upper playground. This playground is really, really nice. And they redid it a few years ago. And, and it's a, it's a beautiful playground. There's another bathroom up there by the baseball diamonds. And then you can turn around and head back. Those towers kept even my older kids entertained for a couple hours while the grownups just picnicked down below. So good for all ages, I think. Yeah. Okay, so where are we headed next? We are headed to the PQ Canyon, the Rancho Penasquitos Canyon Preserve. This canyon is really big, and it is great for hikers and bikers. There are several starting points in to get through PQ Canyon, so it just depends on what you want to see on this day. I can tell you two of our favorite places to start, uh, and they'll give you completely different experiences. So one place that we like to start is at the end of Park Village. So Park Village is a long street. It's at the end of Park Village, and you'll park in the neighborhood there. Then if you follow the trail down, you'll get to Carson's Crossing. So if you look up pictures online, you can see Carson's Crossing. It's a really beautiful bridge. I don't know if we just have luck, but every time we go to Carson's Crossing, we see a horse. Every time. And then there's a a really shady trail that goes along the creek there. And it takes you all the way to the waterfall. Now, if you haven't been to the PQ Canyon waterfall, let me temper your excitement just a little because it's not really a waterfall. (laughs) Some people are expanding this like Yosemite size, this Yosemite size waterfall. It's not. It's basically just... It's like water splashing on rocks, kind of. You're making me so happy right now because we tried to make it to that waterfall four or five times when my kids were little and we never made it. And I really thought we were missing out on something. Now I'm very happy. So first of all, water splashing on rocks, water splashing on rocks. First of all, you probably did not start at the end of Park Village because we failed several times before we discovered that you have to start at the end of Park Village. No, we always started at the baseball parks at the park. I'll get to that one next. No. That's good to know. That is too far. You won't make it to, well, with little kids, you won't make it to the waterfall from from those. Um, But yes, no, you did not miss anything spectacular with the waterfall. It's just rocks and water. It's still fun. It's still pretty. If you don't have kids with you or if you have bigger kids, you can try to cross over that area there. I've never done it because I always have my little kids and the water is flowing pretty quickly. And um you could fall in. But do be careful because I've also, it's one of the few hikes I've ever been on where I've seen snakes more than once. Uh, I don't know if they're just less shy there, but I've seen them right on the trail before. So yes, that is definitely that you need something you need to check for and keep your eyes open for on any hike is snakes. And actually after each hike, especially ones that are more like shady or skinnier trails, ticks as well. You Oof. should be checking as oh. soon as you leave, like before you get in the car, just look everyone down. And I've even heard the tip of wearing light colored clothing so that they're easier to spot on your clothing. Ah. Oh, that's really smart. That yeah. is a good tip. All right. So there, there is the second entrance to this one, the one that I wrongly took and Correct. led to my failures. Okay. Well, yes, not failure, but you could have gone a different direction. Mm-hmm. So if you start at Canyonside Community Center, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Canyonside Community Center, you park in the last parking lot there um, by the softball fields, and there's an entrance directly to your left, and you'll see a horse trail 
and a human trail. So if you take the, the trail for people, you'll hop over some rocks. It's a really um, slow stream. We actually released some frogs and tadpoles there recently. And then there's a cute little bridge there as well. During the summer, sometimes we just stop right there and we just splash in the water and enjoy that, especially last summer when beaches and pools and everything were closed down. That was our pool for the summer. So that's a fun spot to splash. If you want to make this a three mile hike, you can continue over that bridge and take a right. And that will eventually circle back to the ranch house. If you have littler kids, you can backtrack just a little bit and you'll see the entrance to the ranch house. And so you can walk either way. You can get to the ranch house and there, when you get to the ranch house, you'll see the beautiful buildings and you'll see the spring house where they built this um, beautiful house made of rocks around a natural spring that they use back in the 1200s to water their orchard. And then you're also going to see, which is the highlight of my kids day is their four goats and their chickens. Cute. Well, you are the ultimate fun mom. I want to go release tadpoles with you and go to the butterfly garden and the fairies. And what is going to be the icing on the family hikes cake? Where are we going to for our final stop? For our final stop, the beach, right? So everyone knows about Torrey Pines. It's my favorite hike, but not with my kids. Mm. Yes. Yes. That, that walk up that paved street is brutal. And I've tried several times and had to turn around like AJ. And so unless you pay for the California state beach parking pass, which is around 200 a year, unless you pay for that, or Mm -hmm. you're willing to pay for the entrance fee for the day, drive in, go all the way to the top and you can park up there. And then you can hike around the top and even find your way down to the beach, which is a really fun trail. Or you can check out the hike that's across the street that a lot of people don't know about. I think I didn't know about until I researched it and it is called Torrey Pines extension West Ridge. And I I think I found it on the all trails app. So where you park for this one is you can park there on Carmel Valley road or on Del Mar scenic parkway, which is a small street. So Carmel Valley is going to have more parking or you can park in the pay lot there um, on Carmel Valley, which you can, you know, if after you do the hike, you can finish there and go to the beach if you'd like to. And there's bathrooms there in that parking lot. But the, this Torrey Pines extension hike is really fun. You go gradually up until you see the same beautiful ocean view at the top. There's even this log that was shaped out into like a, like a bench. And my, my son just sat in it and rocked in it. It was just really beautiful. It was a, it was a nice, easy family friendly hike for us. Great alternative to Torrey Pines because it is, it is the one big famous hike that kind of does live up to the hype. I mean, it is like walking through a postcard. It's beautiful yeah. up there, but it is a lot of work. So who knew that there's a family-friendly alternative right across the way? I love it. Yeah. You've given us so many incredible things to explore, Melissa. I can't wait to get out there and do some of these this summer. Yeah. And if you're down for um, like scavenger hunting, if you follow Morning Swings on Instagram, they post the coordinates of each swing and you can go out and explore yourself and find new swings. Well, I've learned a lot about the trails that San Diego has to offer. And I've also learned that you're an incredibly creative mom <laughs> and uh, a, an amazing follow on Instagram. Because if she's as creative with hikes, God knows what she's getting up to. And she's sharing it all the time at San Diego Adventure Kids. Her account is at San Diego Adventure Kids. Follow her um, and then be inspired by her. 
and give your kids the childhood they deserve. (laughs) Unlike AJ and I, whose kids apparently did nothing fun. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, you were amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for listening, first and foremost. But I have to say, you guys say such nice things on social media, in the comments on Instagram and Facebook, and we absolutely love you for it. But those same nice things go a long way when you leave them as reviews for the show on Apple Podcasts. So Mm -hmm. it takes an extra few seconds, but it really helps, helps us reach more people. Yeah, and you don't have to write a whole lot. You could even just do five stars. We appreciate it so much, you guys. We'll catch you next time. See ya.